0: Troy Galloway is a construction manager and consultant, commercial and residential builder, and a certified inspector for all commercial and residential buildings. And now, here is About the House with Troy Galloway. Hello, folks. Welcome back to About the House. I am really tickled to have everybody back with us again, and we have an exciting show today. Uh, I I appreciate you guys jumping in here and joining with us. We actually, About the House is such a unique radio show, podcast. You get us on YouTube, you pick us up on our webpage. But why is this show so awesome? Well, it's because it's like a video library or audio library of everything you need to know about your home forever. So anytime you got these questions, you go back and you recheck it out. And we have so much content and it's just, just basically, it's just everything about the house from real estate to construction, to even renting homes or buying and selling and investing in homes. So that's why we're a little different than all the other companies, not to mention that you can always get to go back. I'm Troy Galloway. I'm the host of this show just like this radio show about the house, Galloway Building Services. I'm the owner of the company, and we're a unique company also. Yes, we do home and building inspections. Uh, so if you're buying or selling a home or you're a commercial building, we're absolutely there for you. But we also do construction inspections. So if you've got a problem going on with your house or your commercial building, or you're doing a room addition or building something, you want to make sure it's being done right, you give us a call. Also, we help you out. So if you have any litigation work, you know, your contractor went south on you, you know, didn't get the job done right, uh, then you call us. We go to BAT for you. We work with other attorneys. So we've got different specialists that works with us. So as that, I, I don't know everything, but we know the best in the community, and you can check them out on our radio show too. Uh, we also help you. So if you have any kind of um, oh, if you're a contractor, for say, and you have trouble with your customer. So, you know, it happens all the time. Customer says, hey, this job's not done right. You Give us a call. We're here for you. And uh, normally when we get done, the customers know is we're a non-biased company. We don't have a dog in this fight. We're only here just to black and white, to call it as it is. And so just our motto of our company is that we make sure the job's done right. You're getting what you paid for and you're not getting ripped off. And that's Galloway Building Services. And give us a call. The office number is 636-394-3112. My personal cell phone number, now don't pass this out to nobody. <laughs> I want this private. But my personal cell phone number, if you need to reach me personally, you got a problem you want to get onto right away, 314-520-6655. So anyway, folks, I have we have a great show coming here today. I know many of you guys already know uh, Rue Morris, Morrisness. Sorry, I yes. have a hard, such a hard time pronouncing <laughs> that last name. Please forgive me, Rue. I'm Sharp Shooting Painting. You'll see him that he's been with us on our radio show about a year and a half ago. He came on with us, and we finally got him talked in to come back. And uh, What we want to specialize in here today is Rue's going to help us out, is getting ready for the fall and early winter, trying to get things prepped. That's kind of where we're headed right now, and there's a lot of things you want to get ready to get done. And I know Rue is just absolutely slammed, so we appreciate you coming out here with us, Rue. Jump in here. Tell um, the folks a little bit about yourself again and uh-huh. reintroduce yourself. And and uh, you know he's a real painter
1: because he's got paint all over his hands. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, jump in here, Rue. Introduce uh, yourself, buddy.
1: Hey, Troy. Uh, again, thank you so much uh, for having me out. Uh, it's always a great time, you know, get a couple jarheads around each other and well, you never know where it can go, right? Oh, uh, nah, well, yeah. <laughs> I, I hope the MPs ain't around. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> well, um, again, like Troy uh, stated, uh, I am one of the working partners over at Sharpshooters Painting. Uh, we consist of a couple of journeymen level, and then we also have a gentleman that we are, are new to the group, and he's in process of becoming a journeyman himself. Uh, he has some prior experience uh, from his time when he was in college. He was working... With a painting company down in Texas. So um, we're breaking them up some bad habits. Oh, You know how I'm Texas. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, just teaching them uh, some better processes and, you know, that kind of deal. And, um, you know, ultimately with the uh, whole painting, like any other trade, there's a process to the madness. Um, everything got to kind of look a little bit ugly before it gets pretty. And uh, there's no difference in painting. Um, so... Uh, With that, uh, we're going to cover some processes today and things to look out for because it's so many times I hear uh, homeowners that are clients of ours, they're like, oh, well, I've never had a painter do that. Why are you doing that? And well, this is the actual process for it. Um, So I always try to explain processes to any of my clients whenever we come out and do an estimate as well.
0: Well, that's and I think that's important because I you know I teach a class at the college mm-hmm. and uh, how to be a general contractor, also right. how to do inspections. But in my last class, man, I just hammered the <laughs> idea of communication. Right. And so when you're doing that, that's I mean that's the number one thing. People, they just need to know, and they got to know why. You why? Know, yeah. Why you cost this much? Why the guy out of his back of his pickup truck is so much cheaper? And what, uh, what they're paying for. They, right. Uh, and right. they don't know.
1: And, and you know, and, and right there, just in just in that little bit of description like you just gave there, right? Um, a lot of people don't understand. There, there's a lot of people right now that have worked in the trades due to COVID or out of work. Um, so they're, they're throwing out prices that they don't really know. They're just looking at it as, well, this is what I would roughly get on a week of paycheck. So this is what I'll charge. Uh-huh. Um, and, and, they're, and they're not taking in, into uh, consideration that, you know, us as a small company, well, we have taxes, we have insurances, we have a numerous amount of other expenses, uh, not to mention equipment, right? Because we're not just rolling around as a roller in a brush. You know, we, we have sprayers, and those all receive maintenance annually. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have vehicles, multiple vehicles, we have multiple different ladders scaffolding. I mean, there's a number you know how it goes. Every tradesman, craftsman, that's out, oh, I'm sorry, craftsperson out there uh, has tons and tons of tools that we don't use on every job, but we have every tool for the right job at the right time.
0: So we are getting ready to get into the fall season. Yes. And uh, so that's kind of what I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about as we discussed before. Here. And uh, so, you know, let's we'll start on the exterior. Some mm-hmm. of the things that you would uh, recommend that we do and some of the time frame, because I know sure. winter time also, <laughs> too, is a crazy time where sometimes it's too cold, you know. Yeah. And so, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I know you're booked up and I know all the great painters are booked, but if nothing else, the folks can... Maybe get you scheduled for, you know, later in the year or whatever. But what, what are we looking for that you would recommend? So, on so the outside first, yes,
1: absolutely. Exterior is probably the most important thing to kind of tackle right now, um, leading into winter because everybody knows here in St. Louis we can have all four seasons in one day. Yeah, boy, <laughs> we all know that. Um, so again, going into fall, going into winter. Uh, it, it's it's really God's choice on what we deal with on weather, right? right? So, uh, we might have this week where we're looking at 70s and 80s, right? Minimal rain. This would be a great week to knock out a whole bunch of exterior jobs. Uh, even if you're wanting to do it yourself, that's not a problem. You know, you are just restricted to the weather. So, uh, a few things you want to know about uh, getting anything done, whether it's staining or painting. Um, you don't want any less than 48 hours of non-freezing night temperature. And that's to allow your paint or stain to fully cure without damaging the, the chemical aspect of it. Uh, so that would actually cure. Um, and when I say cure, so most people think you put on paint or stain and, oh, it's dry to the touch, it, it's done drying. Well, that's all just the top coat film that is dry. You still have mills upon mills of moisture underneath that still need to gas out. Uh, and gas out means the moisture evaporating and actually all the solids that are in the paint or the stain actually hardening. Uh, so that way it bonds to whatever you, you painted or stained. So whether it be a deck, whether it be siding, uh, whether it be a door, window casing, whatever it may be. Uh, there, there's usually on the exterior during the fall, winter time, you want about at least 48 hours of non-overnight freezing temps. Um, unless you want to pay for... Below zero rated paint and stain, um, which doesn't last as long, yeah. I was gonna ask you uh, about so that yeah, so they, they do have some products for that, but it's very, very expensive. So you'd almost spend four to five times the amount on materials, uh, than what you would with standard paint and stain. Mm-hmm.
0: So you now non freezing, of course, that's 32 degrees, yes, sir. Uh, Would you prefer it to be, like, not below 30? I mean, okay, 32, but would you prefer to see 40? Would that be, I mean, is Mm -hmm. it a little bit better, warmer the evenings? Would that be better for the curing?
1: Absolutely. So the warmer it is and the less humidity moisture in the air, the better of a surface uh, temperature you're going to have. So my rule of thumb is we don't put anything on unless it's 55 degrees during the day, Mm -hmm. and we don't put anything on if we're showing that it's going to hit freezing at night. Uh, for the next two days that's my rule of thumb there's plenty of painters out there that will challenge that yeah um not saying that they're right not saying that they're wrong not saying i'm right or wrong but i do a guarantee warranty for life of materials uh and i am able to do so because my vendors will back me up on that guarantee warranty because they know i'll go through their proper processes and not push the envelope
0: well as a builder a uh, home builder commercial builder i have w- I, and i know why the guys have to they're out there Absolutely. painting and then and they, they don't care they have to get the job done they have to get the checks in the bank there's a big companies behind it but you can always tell to come next spring when it starts to peel. Oh, absolutely. And then I always get the calls, you know, because I'm the builder. Not, right. They don't call the painter. Nope. And they say, well, this is coming off. You did a crap That's job. job. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, you know. So as a custom, we can get away with We don't have to do it because we're custom. We just talk to the people right. and let them know. And then uh, let them know if they have to have it painted maybe we could come back, back in or something else come back in the spring as Absolutely. long as they're heads up on sure. it but i don't even want to do that because i'm i don't want to have to come back I and come nobody in, right. wants to have to come back but uh, sometimes i know we don't have no choice but now that's decks that's painting and uh, and staining and staining Yes. and so like on our decks is a, you call that Absolutely. staining right? so
1: so yeah so there there is different levels of staining on on decks so you uh-huh. got everything from transparent to semi transparent to semi-solid, to f- solid body stain. Uh, so when, once you get into your solid body stain, it really goes on like a paint, but it has stain applications to it. Uh-huh. Um, so you'll get the same colors of your stain, except it's going to go on like paint, and not really going to see a whole bunch of uh, wood grain, um, but it's going to build up and stay onto the wood like a stain wood versus a paint. So you technically don't have to primer because it's really a stain base. Um, but that's one of those things if again, in the future, um, on a, a solid body stain on decks here in the St. Louis area, you're looking about a three to five year before it starts to fail. Um, so you can get away with minimal maintenance unlike you can with a transparent stain. You
0: know, i see a lot of that when we do mm. home inspections, And as soon as I see that, you call it a full body stain. Mm. Uh, As soon as I see that, honestly, if you're selling your house, it really does a great job of hiding imperfections, rotted wood, etc., but as soon as I see it, I realize that you're probably trying to hide something. And as soon as you do that, if it's an qual- if if inspector, which most of them don't have a clue, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but you really want to start drilling deeper. So don't try to hide anything. No. Try to do it because you're trying to do a quality job to sell to the right. people. Because once you get caught hiding... Well, you know they, you they, they're going to be looking all the way yeah. through. Now, I I see that you uh, you're uh, you are a, a, a Broad Dugan guy. Uh, I, so I, I was trying to be on, but <laughs> I couldn't get it out because Sherwin Williams is Broad Dugan now. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: so so uh, I I I used to be. Uh, hey, I'm a Sherwin Williams painter. You can go and get the other colors. We'll do Sherwin Williams product, right? Um, I've I've learned. pull back a little bit on that because at the end of the day i don't mark up paint i don't mark up stain i don't sell paint i don't sell stain i sell the labor right Mm -hmm. right uh now i have my preference of paints and stains absolutely every painter that's a painter worth their salt has their preference i don't know if y'all caught that but anyways (laughs) that's good now uh i would always suggest this as a homeowner right there's a lot of homeowners will tend to listen to this um don't get all your paints and stains from Home Depot. And if you do, make sure it's the most expensive stuff they got there. Well, that's some um,
0: – I have to I – I, uh, let me throw this in here, folks. Mm-hmm. This is my preference or what I see. Just stay out of that paint department. Those guys <laughs> don't know what the heck they're doing. I got to watch my language because the FCC, but the painters down there don't know what they're doing. Uh, you probably learn more from the people in the aisle than you will work and the, and the material is less than desirable to be most polite
1: absolutely um and and you know i was was trying to be a little little nicer on that end you know but uh um it it really is um i get a lot of people always ask me oh well paint's paint well that's just like saying a painter's a painter yeah. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of different segments of being a painter, right? You got your fine finish guys. You got your apartment painters. You got high end painters that are doing high end stain multi million dollar homes and that kind of deal. And then, you know, you don't want to get an apartment painter in a multi million dollar home because the level of quality is not going to be there. The patience to go and do multiple steps is not going to be there. Just like you don't want to put a million dollar house painter in an apartment complex because he's not going to make any money. He's not going to be up to to speed for mass production. Um, So again, there's different levels of painters, right? Um, But there's also industrial. I I forgot to mention industrial. Industrial is a whole nother level of painting that, you know, you're dealing with sandblasting and metal blasting and glass blasting. There's just just a whole bunch of stuff. But anyhow let me rewind a little bit. Uh, Speaking on paints, I always advise uh, homeowners, you know, maybe you can't afford a painter and that's fine. Give me a call. Ask me questions. I'll tell you which products you need to get, or I'll tell you. But yet, I'll tell you what store to go to here in the St. Louis area, between either sherwin Williams or Benjamin Moore store. And the Benjamin Moore store that I deal with is Flanagan Paint Store. They're a locally owned company. They're a
0: great company, folks. I'm uh, glad uh, you Of know course, I love sherwin Williams too. <clears throat> Don't I mean? Uh, I, and, uh, they old Broad—they bought out Broad. Do- broad, deal, for, yep. you, for some of you older fellas out there, but uh, yeah, both both of them, Flanagan's is. Uh, uh, I love them personally because i'm not a painter lord knows i'm not a painter i gotta tell the painting story here <laughs> on that one but because they can help me and they're they they're knowledgeable remember <laughs> what i said about the home depot folks absolutely. you know they they don't know but down there they will and a good paint store will guide you mm-hmm. into what you need to do
1: absolutely well, absolutely i gotta
0: tell a real quick story about myself so about me not being a painter i'm a little colorblind <laughs> and uh, so i my boss asked me said oh long time ago He said, Troy, would you mind staying and painting this bathroom? And uh, this was a great fellow. He was also a Marine, Okinawa. uh, I think he was first or second wave. God only knows how he was still here. Hmm. But anyway, a wonderful old man. And uh, he said, would you mind staying? So I stayed. And the next morning when I got to, and I painted. I did a first-class job, I thought. Well, I get there the next morning, and I see that old man in there. He's just painting away, trying to get it done before I get there. I got to work early, like you're supposed to do. And uh, I said, what happened, Bill? He said... you wasn't kidding you're not no painter (laughs) (laughs) so i don't care well how good you think you are if you're a painter is a painter and just because you got laid off of chrysler don't make you a painter
1: absolutely (laughs) absolutely um but yeah so uh, again uh i got preference of sherman williams stores that i deal with as well um you know if any of y'all in the north county area that Sherman Williams, all their staff was very, very helpful as well. You don't get that at all the Sherwin Williams stores either. So just FYI, there's only a few that have some really knowledgeable individuals. So,
0: so while we're still on the exterior here, I want to talk touch base about which is a big one for energy conservation. Uh, period. Uh, from water moisture, said mm-hmm. caulking. Yes. Now. Is there a temperature – I know you guys got a caulk. Talk to us a little bit what the temperature is, if it's the same as painting. But also Great question. what can be painted and what cannot be painted ah. because we've <laughs> all been caught. Well, maybe we're not all, but you don't
1: want to be caught
0: on a paint that's not paintable or it's caulking is not paintable. Help us out here.
1: Damn towel, guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm not, but I'm joking. <laughs> um, so, So absolutely. So, you know, typically your silicone – caulks are non-paintable, um, that, that are just straight water, water-protective that, that that's that's what they're really geared for, uh, in most cases aren't. Now, there are some silicone hybrid caulks nowadays that are paintable, um, typically interior, uh, not so much exterior. Um, so most of the caulks I get from Sherwin-Williams are paintable. There's just a couple that aren't, uh, and those usually come tinted. Already, oh, um, okay. and, and those are just for very specific uh, scenarios, uh, usually dealing around with like tubs mm-hmm. and that kind of deal. Pretty much any caulk you can get at Sherwin-Williams or Flanagan, uh, again, are paintable. Um, now, same process with paint is about the same process with caulk. Any paintable caulk is rated to be within the same temperatures. Uh, all caulks that I've gotten that I typically get and use on a daily basis are interior-exterior caulks and rated up to 55 years. Um, most painting companies just really get the cheapest caulk, um, and most of those caulks are really only rated for 5, 10 years. Uh, and, and that's just because they're saving a dollar or two.
0: Now, you know, I tell folks all the time, if you're flipping the house, okay, maybe you don't care uh, if it lasts for a year or two. But, folks, nobody wants to go back out there and do it again. Absolutely I not. always preach, get the quality caulk. Ultimately, it is uh, it, it will save you a ton of money. Now, I used to, and I don't know that it's still out there, Rue, but it used to be a caulk called uh, Volcom caulking and mm. i love it had the oatmeal tech i love the oatmeal texture what that was a granular texture it was paintable like i said i don't know that it's still out there anymore or not but not I, sure. folks it was such a great it was such a great caulking that when your wood shrunk on a new home it would literally pull the skin off the wood <laughs> I, mean, cause oh, wow. it, I mean it was just that i have caulking honestly that's on uh, on my on our office that's 20 years it's old, old. Nice. And Still holding tight, but you know anything that really good, we got to take it off. We can't, we can't, we, we got, we we can't keep it. We got to find a, a problem with it. Oh, know?
1: absolutely, absolutely. Oh, um, it's starting to starting to fray a little bit over here. Let me so, go and scrape it out and redo it.
0: So, right, so that leads me to my next exterior mm-hmm. question. Well, then sure. we'll get back into interior because I know we're kind of time limited. But so we talk, we hear that one that that oh well. It's called Rhino Shield.
1: Rhino Shield. Mm-hmm. What
0: in the world is this Rhino Shield? Do you do it, or is it a franchise? Or I so, mean-
1: as far as I understand, it is kind of like a franchise zoned thing that you're going to get it from certain franchise holders. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, what it is, it, it, it's kind of like a plastic base, um, almost like your spray liners, hmm. kind of kind of deal. Uh, so it's supposed to be kind of rubberized plastic uh, kind of deal. Uh, I have yet to see any real surface with it on longevity. I haven't so, either. So As, I really can't uh, speak on it beyond just the little bits that I know about it. Um, I looked into it at one point, and I was like, you know, it's my client base isn't really going to spend that um, oh, it's for, for a potential of, hey, it should last a lifetime. Mm-hmm. But we all know what the term lifetime means. Right. Redefine print. Yep. Uh, so – You know, again, it's just one of those things. I I have yet to see anything long term with that. Um, But the initial, I mean, initially looking at some of the jobs that had it on it, I mean, it looks great. It looks like it would hold up a very long time. Uh, But time is is the test. Let me ask
0: you then about now. I get asked this a lot about the vinyl siding. Now, old, Mm. you know, our vinyl sidings Mm -hmm. have a tendency to fade, chalk chalk, and such. So, is and I've seen people try to paint it. Is there, I mean, talk to me, tell us about that. Is this something we, so, we can do, or Yes. should do, or
1: so, not do? So, yes. Uh, so, I would say about 10 years ago, I wouldn't advise painting vinyl siding, period. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because the, the, the formulas weren't there yet. I see. Today's market, absolutely, you can paint vinyl. This is the downside of painting vinyl. It runs along the borderline of almost costing the same amount to do it right. As replacing some of some cheaper vinyl now, so that that's where it comes into play. If if you're a flipper or something, you're probably just gonna replace the vinyl. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it because it's gonna run you about the same as far as the paint, and it's gonna go a lot on a lot faster, right? Because it's one day pop off, one day pop on, they're out of there. Whereas with the painting, it's a process. Um, you know, first off, come out properly washed, not just rinse off with of water. Mm-hmm. Properly wash with like something like a simple green or a, a, an exterior rated. Uh, wash for vinyl to uh, degrease, degrime, and, all, and get all the mildew mold and all that kind of stuff off, right? Um, and then what you want to do, I mean, it's basically like painting. Um, in some cases, if you have severe chalking, I always advise. The chalking. Explain to oh, folks. Okay. I know what it is. So explain to folks yeah. what that means. So, so chalking is, is where uh the material is actually starting to break down. Uh the outer coating layer that was made for pr- the protective layer starts breaking down. So if you ever rub your hand across an exterior surface and then look at your hand, regardless of whatever color it is, your hand turns white. Uh-huh. Um that's called that's it's showing that it's chalking. So basically the the outer thin uh, covering of the vinyl or wood siding or, or whatever is starting to break down. And that and that's what that chalking is. So it was a, a component that they put into the surface to help be self-clean, self-maintenance. Um, once that is starting to break down, is no longer working properly. That's where the chalking effect comes into.
0: Now, if we paint it, because this is another question yes. we get asked a lot, and you know how vinyl is a well, it's an organic material, so it has a tendency to mold right. really bad. Right, as on the north sides of the house and can we get any kind of a paint that actually would encapsulate that? I mean, is there something that will stop it from molding?
1: So, so slow it down, yes. Stopping, not so much because moisture and collectiveness of, of the right temperatures and everything else is what spawns these little growth. But that's where the priming comes into effect. So mm. what we, we do is make sure we prime in and seal in the surface. Uh, and then that, that's the catalyst for the top coat right uh, so any any exterior paint can be added for formula for vinyl to accept the color to to adhere and bond properly uh and and that's the biggest thing is making sure the bonding is there now not every vinyl needs to be primed. some vinyl as long as it cleans up really good you can come on with the top coat Every time anybody paints anything that's a top coat, it should always be two coats. I don't care if it says cover in one coat or not. It should always be two coats. And there's a reason for that. That's exterior or interior. On walls, you're going to get the longer lasting color for one. And two is the durability of cleaning and non-fading. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if anybody's just doing one coat, they're they're not giving you the value that you expect for your home.
0: I was going to ask you about the fading because, and I was going to jump back here too. So folks, you probably wonder, why would I paint my vinyl siding? You said mold, okay. But you also, on the cheaper vinyls, we have a troubles with it fading so mm. badly. And uh, so with that being said, uh, does the paint, when you paint vinyl siding, uh, does it fade also?
1: So, So all exterior paints. Uh, have typically here in the St. Louis area about a five to seven year range um, when you get into your higher end paints. So when you're getting into uh, your super paints, duration, and emerald. On exterior I typically will do a super paint. Super paint is one of those medium level paints that is a little bit more affordable. Not everybody can afford a high, high end paint. But super paint does a really good job as far as holding up and having durability uh, without having that uh, uh, real hardening aspect to it, like duration or emerald from Shore and Williams.
0: Hmm. now we talked about vinyl and of course there's these other products out there and unfinished you know like our cement boards or Mm -hmm. hardy type boards but the finished boards i know that you know some of these brands are supposed to be forever but you know they fade and they have problems can we see can we treat them the same way can we paint them if we need to other than because a lot of times there's material still great shape
1: yeah yeah oh yeah no we do it all the time so um Hardy board is one of those things especially that it gets real delicate, right, uh-huh. uh, After over the years. So instead of doing an actual power wash, you want to do a soft wash. Soft wash is, is a lot less pressure directly, but it still does a good washing effect. So it doesn't damage the top side of the hardy board. Uh-huh. Uh, any, any surface on the exterior that's raw, that means down past whatever coating was on top, always, always, always want to do a primer. Uh, just to seal up the, the pores again to hold back any mildew mold growth, uh, deter plants from growing and trying to dig into the pores mm-hmm. on their roots. Uh, you always want to seal it up with a good exterior primer. I prefer using oil primer on the exterior. You said that last time too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. It, it holds up very, very well um, and it bonds really well with the top coat.
0: Oh, now, do you do much of uh, itty ceiling of brick or driveways? Is this something that your company does?
1: So, so we do. We just don't do a lot of it, mm-hmm. um, just just because again our schedule kind of gets booked out. And there's a lot of people out there that are concrete guys, that are, and then masonry guys that will come out and do that a lot quicker than we would, uh, because they're able to kind of fit fit that in a little easier into their schedule than uh, than ours. Um, but yeah.
0: I'm kind of disappointed that we don't promote that more. When I was a young carpenter, I was out with a brick, ma- a brick mason, a bricklayer, and he said, uh, uh, and he recommended, he said, I recommend every big brick, brick job to always be sealed. He yep. said, You seal this brick and you will never have it'll last. to, it'll last. You never have any tuck pointing issues <laughs> ever again. And actually, St. Louis Brick Company that was out here with us that was on our radio show, by the way, great company first class all the way uh but they too recommended that same thing cheap plug but uh, yeah no no hey hey, and by the way they didn't (laughs) even pay for it i'd say this out of my own heart right Uh,
1: and 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 that speaks on on their process right yeah the the proper process
0: yeah and they're like yourself they take their time to do it right the first time first time you know and that's, that's so important so we kind of Talked a lot about going outside because, mm-hmm. I mean, and I know that by the time this show airs and people are listening. Oh, go oh. ahead, please. You got something?
1: Never, never caulk the channels of your sighting. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Now, explain to them the channels.
1: Uh, so so channels is where your siding uh, hooks into each other, whether it be on the side, uh, keeping the sides in, or whether it's from each level hooking into the next piece to keep them all onto your wall. Um, those are supposed to be able to expand and shrink, expand and shrink. And if you cock them in, you're, you're trapping in moisture. You're trapping in a whole bunch of uh, uh, the expansion and contraction that it needs to do because your house – Everybody doesn't understand this. Your house is living. It grows and shrinks daily.
0: Well, and vinyl siding, it vinyl moves siding. up to an inch or more. It's huge, you know. Yeah. Uh, and actually, we're going to be doing a show on vinyl siding oh, great. Here sometime, or all sidings, all the different siding uh-huh. products out there. So, why this is a great lead into that in the future? But yeah, really. and they don't realize that the side, the you know, vinyl siding, their little weep holes and and the mm-hmm. movement of them. It, but it's uh, supposed if you're not, we if you really want to, folks, if you really don't, when you don't want this, you don't want moisture, you don't <laughs> want air no. coming through. This is what the wrap on the outside is. Are the type of remember we talked about engineered lumber and mm. the different types of materials out there and the coatings and such. That's what you want. Not for that's not the painter's job. That but but if you're waiting for the painter to do that for you, we'll give you you're well you're out of luck. it's not it's not happening it's not
1: gonna happen (laughs) Yeah.
0: oh now this is the crazy time i know we're in october it's crazy time for you Hmm. everybody wants you in there before the holidays absolutely so what should we be looking for what are what are the folks looking for what kind of work are they doing on the inside other than just i mean it's throwing up some painting i mean tell us how to get ready what we look for so
1: absolutely so in interior work leading up to the holidays right most people, and and I'm I'm projecting here, I don't know if this is how it's going to go this year or not, just because with the whole COVID restrictions and such. Um, I really think now that traveling channels are open, that a lot of families are going to be traveling to go visit other people in different states. I really believe that. I believe that, too. Um, just because everybody's vacations got robbed from them, mm-hmm. essentially. Uh, but anyhow, uh, so... Uh, uh, A lot of people typically, whenever they have us doing work for them over the holiday period, right, leading up to Thanksgiving, leading up to Christmas, is usually the areas where everybody's going to visit is going to be in, right? The hall bath, the hallway, the main living room area, dining room, kitchens. So the main area where everybody comes over and visit is going to see, right? Let's change it up. Let's make it all pretty for our family and friends that are coming in for the holidays. Um, so, which is great, and also the cabinets. Uh, that's that's a kind of a, a big deal for us right now because we're starting to build a cabinet division. Uh, that's our goal you. for us. We'll um, talk about that so, later. So that'd be great. And so let's awesome. talk
0: about painting our cabinets yeah. before you leave out of here today, here, because I I know we're short, but that's yeah. that's an important. That's a so, big one.
1: So yeah. So yeah. Uh, and and you know, main thing I tell everybody is uh, to schedule. Expect for a week of chaos. Uh, but more importantly, uh, start calling around to any any painting contractor that you can be trusted uh, in your home. And, and that's a big one for me is you need to be able to trust the contractors that are in your home, especially leading up into the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a lot of money sitting around under the tree. You have a lot of fancy things out for upcoming guests. Um, last thing you want to do is have somebody that um, unsavory character in your home doing work. And planning on something to come back, um, so make sure you can trust the person you're allowing in your home. Just don't go off a price; go off way more than that. Uh, professionalism, process, and trustability.
0: Yeah, and folks, I do recommend that you uh, call. You know, so they do for referrals, and uh, this, is, this is, and so I teach this in my class how to be Absolutely. a general contractor mm-hmm. to promote this. But don't just get. You know, so they ask you for referrals. Folks, there ain't a soul in this world that's gonna give you a good person that's a bad referral. They're <laughs> not gonna do it, but, so I recommend, yeah, give, you know, the general contractor, give some them, but also reach out and ask, hey, can I have the last five jobs you've done? You know, and their phone numbers and contact. Customers will love to help you if you did a good job. They will do anything in the world to help you You know and this way you uh, do talk about trustworthiness They're going to be able to tell you what their experience is because it's still fresh on their mind Mm -hmm. and if they're not happy they say they're ticked off. They're gonna. It ain't gonna go away. I'm gonna say that too. <laughs> yeah. So in the uh, if, you know so and if the contractors had any trouble with them, and say here, here's one of the last five that we did. Now they had uh, some issues, you know, but you know, talk to mm-hmm. them and just know. But hey, you know, and everybody's on the level, and that it makes it makes it so as that's a great way of being trustworthy. Better Business Bureau is a way of doing it, but you know, Better Biz. Bus- um I'm gonna get in trouble. But you know what it takes to be an A plus, and I know you know, Rube. But money. Play, yeah, that's it. You want to be an A plus? I'm A plus. You know how come I'm A plus versus A? Because I pay extra money to the Better Business Bureau. I don't have any complaints. Uh, praise God. And uh, I try, you know. I but still, that's the only difference. So you know, it's a what, so that's not the best form of doing it, uh, of getting the, that. Talk to people, you know, and, and check their Google reviews. Uh, that's a great way, too. So, I mean, that's just ideas, Google reviews, and, you know, people are bluntly honest, but, you know, it's a great way. But anyway, so cabinetry. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll stay on walls first, then we'll Absolutely. bounce over the cabinetry. So what we see now is we're getting in some more of these warshipals, and you talked mm-hmm. about this a little bit about the last show. Absolutely. And uh, some of the different types of sheens, is that right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Kind of guide us on so, these. So,
1: so it, it used to be you never get a flat paint. Because you can't clean it, right? Right. If it gets marked up, it gets Except stained. Except for the right? ceiling. Except for the ceiling, right. Yeah. Who cares about the you're ceiling? you're not <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, no, I suppose. <laughs> you're like, eh. Yeah. Uh, but no, uh, uh, nowadays that there, there's so many paints, uh, especially with the Benjamin Moore line and the Sherwin-Williams line, that you can actually go into a flat, in a kitchen, in a bathroom, and it'd be cleanable. It'd be moisture – I'm about to say a word that probably sounds wrong. Uh, Moisture – Retardant. Retardant. Okay, okay. I was going to say moisture retardant. Not
0: not moisture-proof, but retardant.
1: Retardant, correct. Uh, Which before, you know, it it had to be what? Eggshell or better on Uh Shane in order to do any of those things, especially in those two rooms. Um, Now you can actually have a flat. Well,
0: explain to them why they would want the flat. I know why, oh, okay. and I also explain <clears throat> the naps and what it is and Absolutely. why the different naps. Because I think that's important.
1: It, it is. It is, and and that's that's a huge importance. So, uh, going going back to a flat. So the thing about a flat, it's very forgiving on your walls. Uh, so a lot of homeowners do improper nail hole fills, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't really tell until you put that first coat of new paint on, and then it's like, oh crap. Oh yeah. Why? Are, Oh, they had all the pictures on all this wall um, because it was improper nail hole fill. So and, and you know, I, I always cover stuff like that on on our, our uh, on my live pages and stuff on, on proper process and how to hide those better. But uh, flats is very forgiving. It makes the walls look really great. Um, it doesn't reflect a lot of light either. Uh, so you don't get this... Uh, Oh, I got the sun glaring off the wall at me uh, with all these new LED lights, right? Um, so flat is a very forgiving paint. Uh, it looks it looks high-end, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it looks a lot newer. It really does. When you get into flat paint, I mean, the wall looks great. Well, personally,
0: I love the flat paint. That's my opinion, but I like the flat paint and a semi-gloss trim.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. For the contrast. Get that contrast. Oh, yeah
0: that just so. Of course, uh, I am not a drywall taper. I get, I can get around pretty good, but I'm not, and you can tell.
1: You, you'll see all the imperfections with any any kind of sheen, mm-hmm. because and that's all the sheen is. Sheen is uh, taking the light and is reflecting light, which also casts shadows if anything's improper on the drywall, mm-hmm. um, or if you have textured walls. That's a big one too. Textured uh-huh. walls with any kind of sheen on it really shows a lot of shadows.
0: You just don't see a lot of texture walls around here, but you get down Lake the Ozarks and some of the other areas, and that's really
1: popular. We just did a whole house out in Godfrey uh, where we skim-coated and and it's basically a level 5 wall uh, from uh, heavy uh, orange peel, like Mm -hmm. down. Now you call it level 5. Explain to folks what that means. Uh, So a level 5 essentially is as straight as you're going to get. I'm I'm trying to be nice to the drywallers here and framers. Um, It's about as flat as you're going to get to the point that any of the framers or drywallers previously did. And I say that because I've seen some walls that literally looks like a snake. Um, and so as a painter, our job is to make framers and drywallers look like what they ain't. Oh, yeah, that's what we say. <laughs> A little putty,
0: a little paint, makes a carpenter what he ain't. Yeah, that's it. Uh, 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 oh, and uh, if you're a builder out there, these are the guys you kiss up to because at the very end, they're making your job look good. So, yeah, absolutely. That's why I, I, I'm... Now tapers, well, okay. And that's another We're story. On them right. now.
1: <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, um, you know, uh, I always tell people like this: we can use tape to make a straight line, right? Mm-hmm. But our job as a painter, in my opinion, hold on, let me phrase that: in my opinion, uh, we create lines that look give that full appearance of straight. Um, because the the thing about it is, if you have a waving wall. It doesn't matter how straight the line is on that wall. From a distance, it looks like the paint curves in and out Uh uh, because the wall curves in and out. So uh, I always try to, when I get that scenario, I try to create a line up on the ceiling and down on the trim. So from a distance looking straight on, it still looks like a straight wall. Uh Um, but, But that's just... That That's just a matter of opinion. Yeah,
0: well, no, I agree because that's one of the things we get called on. But we'll talk about naps a little bit and so, what it is and, and, absolutely. When, and, and the difference and why.
1: Sure. So you got a lot of different naps. You got everything from a quarter inch. Explain all the, to them what it is. Oh, oh Cause so. Because so, a lot of folks really don't right, know. Okay. So there's a roller frame. Most people just call that a roller. Uh-huh. Uh And then there's your roller nap, which actually that's where the paint adheres to when you put it up onto the wall that that you put on. The roller cover onto the rolling frame, mm-hmm. uh, usually 9-inch. That's what most people are accustomed to, 9-inch. Or you have a little small one for doing little small projects like a 4-inch and that kind of deal. So on the the material that's on the cover portion, that's called the nap. And there's a lot of different kinds of those, too. You got woven. You got microfiber. You have uh, uh, lamb's wool. You have... uh Oh my gosh, there's so many different ones. Those are the ones I use most of the time. Yeah, right, <laughs> so right. forgive me. The only that I know <laughs> of. But, uh, but there's a few others as well. Uh, but uh, again, also with the nap. So you also have, uh, and use each of those naps in different scenarios. So going from like level five finish walls, mm-hmm. uh, you want to use like a microfiber or something equivalent to a microfiber to get a really flat, finish, Uh, regardless of the paint uh, sheen. It it just gives it on there. So, what you'll get off of naps, depending on the size of the naps, is the amount of stipple and how tight the stipple is. Mm -hmm. And when I say stipple, most people don't know what that means. Uh, It's that little bumpy look that you see on your walls that's not quite texture, but it's not drywall either. Uh, That's the stipple of the paint that came off the nap and that the nap created. So, uh, good painters... And great painters will apply, and then they'll roll off all in the same direction. So that way it's an even finish uh-huh. and is the same stipple all the way across after they back roll. So they'll do the application on first, a little heavier. And then once they get all as much of the paint out of the, the nap on there from applying, then we do a process called back rolling. So then we go back over what we applied, so we can have a smooth transitional finish.
0: Now, an old painter told me, he said that he'd like to use the... on. Uh Poor walls, poor construction walls. You mm-hmm. like to use a three-quarter inch nap. What do you think of that?
1: So uh, so the higher the, the nap you go into, uh, it, it's really for dealing with heavier textured walls or even like sand finish walls. I mean, I, I know we've seen that in older homes uh, that still has sand swirl and texture on the walls. Three-quarter inch is about as the biggest you want to go on anything interior, exterior, and and it's just for heavily textured walls.
0: All right. Well, th- Hey, I wanted to throw a quick plug in. Rue's going to be doing, uh, with the, one of our construction training courses, he's going to be doing some, whole, uh, a, a, a good beginner class on how to paint. Great for you folks that try to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Rue, give him your phone number, how to reach best out Absolutely. to you. Uh,
1: again, Troy, I appreciate all the opportunities that you've given me. Uh, again, sharpshooters painting. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and we just launched YouTube. We haven't got anything up in there yet, well, but, uh, have one now. Uh, so, We will. Uh, But Sharpshooters Painting, um, you can find us on all all those uh, platforms that way. Contact phone number is 314-570-9369. Voicemail, go ahead and leave behind. Easiest way would be either through the Facebook business page, Sharpshooters Painting with an S. Uh, And we have uh, our logo is a Target with a paintbrush right in the middle. Can't miss it.
0: Well and my name's Troy Galloway. I'm your humble host and Galloway Building Services. We appreciate you folks what listening to our radio show. Call us, either one, uh, either Rue or myself. All this information is gonna be out here for you. Touch base with us. We're here to help you. And awesome. uh, we thank you for the opportunity to listen. Thank you, Rue, and we'll have to have you again, brother.
1: Thank you, Troy. I appreciate Simple you. it. Sponsored by Troy
0: Galloway and Galloway Building Services, your top choice for professional home inspections in the St. Louis area. GallowayBuildingServices.com. Bye, bye.